0: everyone. Welcome to episode 75 of the Finger Guns podcast. How you doing? My name is Roscoe. I am joined by Mr. Great Hicks. How's it going? The world's biggest five seconds of summer fan. Uh, this is why I don't tell you guys anything. You listen to one song <laughs> and suddenly, uh,
1: suddenly, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're
0: a big fan of their of their new jam.
1: It's not, uh, that obviously exposes you because it's like two years old. I don't know. I yeah, have exactly. No idea.
0: It's just a very catchy song. All right, Cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, bringing the horizons new stuff. Oh, it's good. Isn't it? Yeah. Really good. Mm. Although I was a big fan of ammo and apparently I'm in the minority in that one. You are. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I, I grew up like grew up. I mean, I remember when there used to be a deathcore band. <laughs>
0: so yeah, there's a song on that album about you lot called heavy metal and it's, uh, yeah, it's just whining people on the internet.
1: It's great I'm whining. I just remember, I just remember from the beginning. I, I like the new stuff. Just literally admitted that. do don't try and scapegoat me. No, I wouldn't.
0: Would I? No. Mr. Toby Anderson. Evening. How's it going, sir? Uh,
2: good. Yeah, really, really good. I'm nice. I'm ready, I'm prepped.
0: I'm good to go. Wow. Ready and prepped. Yeah, I've got, I've got, nothing, I've got nothing to say. I'm just ready. Yep. <laughs> good. I have nothing prepared, or nothing prepped, but I am ready and prepped. Yeah, I'm prepped,
3: just there's nothing there. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. Cool. Uh, Mr. Paul Collett. <laughs> hey, buddy. How are you, Captain? Yeah, not too bad, I mate. Mean. It's getting hot again.
0: I ask, you went to the cinema this week? I did. To see Tenet. Yes. Now Oh
3: dear. I know you weren't a fan of the film. Oh, it was the biggest load like, of shit I've ever seen. It really <laughs> is terrible. I mean you, see, you know
0: people I know that are like, it's it's Nolan's masterpiece.
3: Oh, what do you mean? I said about Interstellar and that was polish of shit and all.
0: <laughs> now tell me what what was the cinema going experience like? In the current uh, situation
3: yeah well it wasn't it wasn't yeah it wasn't that different it was just like you couldn't buy your beer you couldn't buy your coffee you couldn't buy your snacks um you literally just get followed into the cinema you sit down and you get followed out as fire exit and uh it's pretty much it um but other than that you're sitting there in your lazy boy chair and uh, your bottle of water or whatever it is and uh, that's it good to go you get if you, have, you wear a mask in the foyer i guess but as soon as you get in the cinema i took it off because i wasn't quite suffocating so um yeah it's all right. Not much change really, apart from, you know, the sort of one-way systems and all that kind of jazz.
4: Cool. Nice.
3: I um, just wish i suffered <laughs> fair, Just wish I didn't go, damn it. Yeah. Exactly. You
0: you. And uh, finally, we can see Bill and Ted next week. Yes. Finally. And uh, finally, Mr. Sean Davies. All right, mate. How's it going, Gav?
5: All right. Nice. It's all right, innit?
0: Nice, nice. How's life up north?
5: It's fine. I'll drop the I'll drop the southern accent then. That's fine.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Southern accent. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. What, Brian? Was that an accent? Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> How are you, Roscoe? You doing all right?
0: Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for asking.
5: Yeah, good. Very
0: sunny day down here by the sea. So it's uh Yeah, it's been a nice day by the beach, as ever.
5: Been up to anything this weekend?
0: Uh, No, actually. Well, I watched Cats last night for the first time.
4: Douche.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh I had to. I just had to. You didn't have got to. to be worse than Tenet. No, I did. I had to. I just had to know if it really was as bad as I thought. and as bad as the world had made it out to be. And it really was. Oh. It's truly, would, truly awful. I would say I feel sorry for you, but you chose to do that. No, it's fine. I, I completely understood what I was getting myself like, into.
1: Being caught as a prisoner of war is something to feel sorry about. Putting yourself yeah. through watching cats that's just self flagellation.
0: Yeah. And it had to be done. I mean, there, there's a great bit at the end with Jennifer Hudson belting out memory. I mean, it doesn't deserve to be in that film. It should be in another movie because it was that good. But everything else is... Oh. As bad as everyone says? Yep. Completely and utterly. So I don't need to see it again. It's done is now. It than, uh, is it better than Tenet, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently so. Be.
3: You know what? At least you've got like, some cats to look at.
0: Yeah, they're not cats, though, man. I don't you know uh, yeah.
3: like, like, what human, <laughs> oh, no. It's
1: was there, wasn't there a big thing about them cging at the bum holes or something
2: yeah
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: that
1: was <laughs> like... i
2: watched it a um a few months ago and i i, I downloaded it so i could skip through all of yeah, it the but... bum, the bum hole cut well it just no there isn't really a bumhole cut that exists it's just what they talk about isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> so
0: exactly. it's, like, just... it's like the snyder <laughs>
2: cut snyder cut didn't exist for a long time but now it will maybe the bumhole cut will eventually
0: hashtag exist. release the butthole cut
2: it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um but I, t- I managed to skip through the entire film in about 15 minutes, because it wasn't worth watching any particular scene properly. Mm. It was just Are so terrible. Are you saying you watched the music skipped the songs? No, it didn't skip the songs. just skipped everything I could possibly <laughs> think of that was not worth watching. I got 15 minutes out of a two-hour movie.
0: I mean, there's no, there's the no story. The it's, um, it's cats introducing themselves, one after the other, yeah, and that then it ends.
2: It. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Convoluted nonsense yeah. about them going to an
3: afterlife and then...
0: Wow, that does sound bad. Yeah. Oh, mate. Actually, put yourself through it because you will never l- no. look at Ian McKellen the same way ever again.
3: I don't
0: think I want to, dude. There's a, you, really McKellen, there's a moment where Ian McKellen. There's uh, a moment where Ian McKellen licks water out of a bowl, and <laughs> oh. it just changes. You. I imagine sure, there's probably like a
3: looking... Sure, it was on the home video,
1: Ross. I imagine <laughs> there's probably a Rule Thirty Four for that. Someone's probably getting off to it somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, don't don't search for the cancer Rule Thirty Four. Not now. Well, no. Not no. That's very uh, central, that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about cats. God damn it. It's far too jellical for me. Let's move on to our game of the week. So I'll go from the top. Mr. Grey Kicks, what is your game of the week? Um, mine's a bit of a
1: downer, unfortunately. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because A, I'm not very far in it, and B, I don't really want to bring the mood down. But it's uh, the suicide of Rachel Foster, which I've got for review, and it's not under embargo, so I can talk about it. It plays a bit like gone home in a very similar sort of bent. You go back to the hotel that your parents used to own to foreclose a sale on it. Um, It turns out 10 years prior, like your dad, it's set like in the late nineties, I think, or early nineties. Your dad had an affair with one of the maids in the hotel and he killed himself. She killed herself and you end up being trapped because of the weather in this uh, in this hotel, it's a bit like the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. And there's hints of sort of not paranormal things going on, but like you know, the, the feeling of being alone in a in a derelict sort of hotel kind of thing. And the game itself, at the start, says there are themes of like grooming and sort of child abuse in it. And I haven't really touched on them yet, but I'm going to see it through. But it's got like. I thought you were going to say, but I'm looking forward to it, then.
4: What? <laughs> 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 you
1: just completely derailed my game of the week there. <laughs> Can't wait to get to those hits. Um, cheers, Tope. Um Oh, fuck it. I've lost the track now. Yeah, so I'm playing that, and it's depressing me. So, yeah. But it is, it's depressing in a not cathartic kind of way, but it's like Gone Home and Edith Finch. You've got to play them through and go... Whew, that was a trip. So uh, yeah, that's my game of the week. Really, like it's not anything I'm going to strongly say go out and buy, but at the same time, it's something that should be experienced, as it were.
0: Hmm. Yeah, much like Edith Finch, and um...
1: yeah, it didn't help that Sean put out the picture of the uh, Gregory in the bathtub bit the other day. Oh on yeah,
5: it's fucking
4: horrible. That was that cold, bit. man.
1: <laughs> that's horrible. Like yeah. yeah well,
5: IGN are asking what frame of a game is, is haunting you. And everyone's there like, "Oh, I got by, by this jump scare. And I'm thinking, I haven't let my kids... Why did
1: everyone sound them. really effeminate then? Oh, this jump scare got me right all shit up.
5: Because that's <laughs> what they sound like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the bit the bit when those androids got me in Alien Isolation, got me right all up in the shivers. Oh, I'll tell you what. Like,
5: that, that's you're indeed, like, evil. here's a
1: baby dying in a bathtub.
5: Yeah, exactly. Bam! <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is that is the most harrowing thing in a game ever.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm up there with you. It, it was no, fucking horrible. Well, I don't need be rem- reminding me of it.
5: <laughs> no, Bruce, I just I just thought it was really funny that. Everyone Although was I like it.
1: that there's a trophy in that game for knocking the um just just add some jo- like jovility to that moment. Is yeah, just knock the letters off the bathtub as it's filling up.
5: Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, levity in death. Woo! Anyway, that was my game of the week. Fun times. Someone else talk about something more cheerful, please.
2: You brought the mood down, just like you said.
1: I well, Ross made me go first. <laughs> I am nothing if not consistent,
2: indeed.
0: Uh, Toby Anderson, what's your game
2: of the week? Um, I'll go a bit more lighthearted. Um, so, please do. As far as the eye is my game of the week. Um, for one that I've actually got properly into and played the hours on, um, as far as the eye is uh, is on the website now, and, and a review out on was it three days ago on Thursday, I think. So it's basically a resourcing and management strategy game, uh, top-down, isometric sort of thing, but it's not quite isometric because it's all made out of hexagons. So I don't know if you can have a slightly different name for that, but it's essentially an isometric uh, isometric view though. Um and you basically take a like a caravan of n- nomadic animal spirits, um, and they have a banther, if you know what a banther is from Star Wars. Um they take this banther across a sort of Tatooine sort of a landscape um, in a bid to escape the floodwaters that are coming across um, the whole planet, basically, as far as I can tell from the from the story. Um, but really what the game is more concerned about is uh, whether you have enough wool and wood and fruit and all those kind of very minutiae sort of things to make sure you can make the journey. Um, so anything sort of epic and exciting about um, trying to outrun uh, floodwaters and things on a bantha is, is removed in favor of um, the administration of your it's very quaint. It's very charming. It's got lots of nice little features to it. It will keep people going if they like that sort of slow-paced um, management sort of game. And it's kind of notable because it doesn't have any enemies. So it's very non-combative and that made it kind of nice to play, but peaceful. It's got some lovely peaceful music that will sort of lull you into thinking, this is easy, and then the floodwaters will come and you'll have failed. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. I think uh, I think it's worth people's time. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed your review. i like to give it a go. Yeah. It might well be up your street. Hmm. I think it will be. Uh, Mr. Paul Collett, your Game of the Week, please, sir.
3: Uh, so, my well, that Game of the Week is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered, Rebuilt, whatever it's called. And I've been really enjoying it. It's one of those games, it's not the game's fault, but it's one of those games when, when you first played it, when it first came out, you think you're really good at it, and like, you start flipping out tricks all over the shop. But it's harder than I remember. And I've done really bad at it, uh, you know, because, you know, I've got old fingers, don't forget, and my dexterity is not quite there before you say it, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, that's all good. Um, so I've been playing that pretty much uh, most of the week, and that's it, really. I haven't touched Ghost of Tsushima for a while, so uh, i get back onto that.
0: Very, very quickly, the only person I'm going to ask for a second one. But hot shot Racing, am I right?
3: You are right. Yeah, how great is well, that? 100% right. Yes, great great Paul, gets, a t- Paul gets two. What?
0: Yeah, because we've waited two weeks to talk about hot shot Racing. I thought I thought his game of the week was going to be Hotshot Racing, but then he said Tony Hawk. I like, it, can I be all of our, it can be all of our game of the week instead.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I kind of figured I should probably talk about the game that I've sort of just reviewed to try and plug the site a little bit. But you know. sure, no, I understand. But Hotshot Racing is epic. I love it, and everyone's going to buy this instance.
0: Yes, indeed. But you sound more enthusiastic about Hotshot, so
1: you should just come with that.
0: If <laughs> yeah, it's not my game of the week, I haven't played it this week. So you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Legit. There we go. Simple as that. Uh, finally, Sean Davies, your game of the week, sir. Uh,
5: my game of the week is Raji, epic, a an epic, an ancient epic. An ancient epic. That's it. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, which is basically what would happen if the people who actually lived in a country made a game about their um, culture. So unlike, it's basically um, Prince of Persia, but if it was made by people who were from Persia. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's all based in indian uh, mythology um it's it's like uh it is a lot like prince of persia in the fact that you've got a platform in but it's got like a fixed camera rather than one that you can swing around it's got very similar combat so there's like posts that you can run around with a sword um it's, it's completely narrated by indian gods so most of the game you've, you've got like vishnu um speaking off in the distance trying to explain what's going on and I, I reckon I'm about three quarters of the way through, and I've had a really good time with it so far. It's not it's not the most um, polished game, I would say, but it's only out on Switch right now. There is a PC release coming up on the 15th of October. I think it's coming to other consoles after that. Um, so it's not it's likely that the other versions might look a little better, but it's it's a fun game. Um, it's got really great platforming. Um, and uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it. So
2: I was, I was really interested in this one during the uh, indie, you know, the indie uh, festival things that we've been having. Yeah. How how long do you reckon it lasts? Because I'm interested in getting it.
5: Well, uh, do you know it's it's a lot longer than it. So it keeps keeps thinking that you're going to get towards the end, and then something else happens. Mm. Um, and that might be because I want to finish it so I can review it. Uh, but it also might be that the pacing is a bit odd. Because um, basically this 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 girl is on a journey to try and rescue her brother. And she keeps meeting these like big demons that have kind of sprung up out of nowhere. And it's like you get close to your brother and then the brother disappears. And you think, okay, I'm coming up to the final boss. And then it just kind of dampens down a bit. <laughs> um, I reckon I'm about three quarters of the way right through. And I, I reckon i will put in about 10 hours. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna guess. going to guess to 15, something 10, like that. Yeah, somewhere between there.
2: Okay and I was just wondering as well, because when I played it on the demo, and obviously it's a demo, so no no mm-hmm. no comment in that respect, but there were a few glitches that that stopped me getting any further. um There was a little bit where you could jump from pole to pole to pole in a sort of platforming section, and then you could yeah. never jump off the last pole
5: so uh, like, yeah, things so, like that
2: were you have you ever have you got to any points where you just couldn't progress
5: no there's that that bit that I, I know you're talking cool. about. So the, builder,
2: the build has all been fixed, basically. Yeah,
5: yeah th- there, is, there has been two glitches that I've had. I've had one where all of the buttons stopped working. Um, <laughs> but I think that was because I'd left it on standby for too long, um, which is something that can happen on the switch. And then another one is that I glitched through a set of stairs and basically oh, got right. stuck halfway up some stairs. Um, but,
2: so not, not too bad.
5: Uh, yeah, like the, the the pole section I know you're referring to, Yeah, basically have to stand on the last one and then jump off.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I kept it trying.
5: Just, <laughs> it, it worked, it worked never on me. <laughs> so.
2: Cool. No, I might get that one eventually.
5: Yeah, you need a switch.
2: I know, but it's coming to other places, isn't it?
5: That's October 15th. October 15th. Cool.
2: What about you, Ross? What's your game of
0: the week? Uh, my game of the week is, uh, it's a DLC, actually. It's the Outer Worlds Pearl on Gorgon DLC. Oh man, it's so good to be playing the Outer Worlds again. I checked my save, and the last time I played it was October of last year. So it's been a, it's been a while, you know, waiting for this for new content for this game. And you know how much I loved it last year. It was one of my games of the year in our article that we have up on the site of our games of the year from 2019. And it's just so nice to be playing it again. Uh, my review is up now on the website, and it doesn't move in the formula. It's an extension of outer worlds which is what you'd expect i suppose from dlc it adds a a long kind of detective mystery story and it's just so much fun it's so fun to be back on you know the unreliable again messing around with parvati just running around and just causing mayhem and doing stupid things and learning more about this detective mystery that you've got yourself involved in and it's just really fun i don't know if there's any other way to describe it it's just a fun time and I think I'm near the end now. I think I've played probably seven to seven and a half hours. I think I'm getting close to the end. I've been running around a lot. So probably a lot of my time has been just exploring uh, the new world of Gorgon and checking out all the new monsters and speaking to a lot of NPCs. There's a lot of reading to do in this one, but it's great. And I'm already looking forward to the next DLC. Hopefully it won't be as long a wait as this one has been.
2: Are they doing another DLC or are they moving on to another game?
0: Uh, there's a second DLC coming. Cool. So a second uh, story-based DLC, which I'm very excited about. And uh, yeah, I said on Twitter the other day, I just hope it just carries on. I hope next gen we see The Outer Worlds 2 and 3 and 4 and then 5 and then 6 and 7. I want it to go on forever because I can't see myself ever being bored with it because it's just right up my street, having a great time. An obsidian of creators of the world that's just really fun and really exciting to be in. So I hope there's more to come.
5: I need to ask you about this DLC. Go. Are there any snake-headed ladies in it?
0: Mm. <laughs> Gorgons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah,
5: why don't you play and find out? Oh, that means me buying it.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, you can't share my DLC, can you? It's on yeah. Game Pass. No. It's on yeah, I'm
5: oh, Game Pass. It's on the, Game Pass. The, the, yeah, the original one is, yeah. 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 I have to play it on Xbox then and play it all the way through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's see.
1: one of those games I need to go back to. I started it and went, this is too much like Fallout. I can't be asked. But that's a very weird mindset to have. So, I think I
2: went the other way. I think this is not, this is not so close to Fallout that it's boring because I got bored of Fallout and I found it really refreshing and new and interesting. So I, I, fin- I finished the whole thing last year as well.
0: Yeah, I had a really great time with it and uh, I hope and pray that there's more to come. But yeah, go get it. Why not? It's like £12, I think. And it's like Surely... eight, 8 to 10 hours extra. So it's good science. If Sean wants more Gorgons, there might be some more in the UB Forward section.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. There might be. Uh, yeah, that is coming up. But first, it is time for... Oh, crap. Um, this is the Big player, right? some... Didn't think of a song. Hang on, hang on. Pour some Shawnee on me. Oh. In the name of love, pour some Shawnee on me. I can't get enough of his trivia
3: challenges. It makes me want to follow up. <laughs> it's story. gone weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm going
1: now. Also, I can't <laughs> hear that song without the word "soup." My mate sang it once, and if you listen to it when they actually sing it, it sounds like it's saying "pour some soup on me," and I can't not
5: hear that. It does. No, no. What's he actually saying? Sugar. Sugar. Ah, okay. <laughs> right. Um, I didn't bother putting up a, a poll for this quiz because Thank I. I it, it needed to be done. Um, this is a voice actors quiz. This is oh, hey, all about no. voice
4: actors.
5: Um, and I've tried to I've tried to get as much variety in these questions as possible.
2: I'm going to have uh, real trouble with this.
5: You know, you're, you're, you're going to be fine. <laughs> no, I no, can't remember actors' names. I really can't. Disaster. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> okay, so if Guaranteed. you've never done this quiz before, I'm going to ask them ten questions now. They're going to get the answers towards the end of the podcast, and we'll see who won. Let's get on with this. Uh, question one. Uh, name the two voice actors who have provided the English voice acting for Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid series. So question one, name the two voice actors <laughs> who have provided the English voice acting for Big Boss in the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh,
1: there's a massive heavy asterisk there with that. Who's Big Boss? Snake.
3: Oh, okay.
2: I was going to say, if you've, if you've not got the Who's Big Boss bit, you're, you're up shit creek with this one.
3: Yeah, I'm struggling.
0: I've never played them, really, but I'm fully aware of who voices them. Okay. I wanted to be sure that that was the same character.
3: Wait,
4: no,
0: oh, I nearly
3: gave it a slip then. Um, is it a point for each? Yes. Uh,
4: well, oh.
5: Okay, uh, question two. Which actor starred in both the Game of Thrones TV show and was the main antagonist in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? So question two. Which actor starred in both the Game of Thrones TV show and was the main antagonist in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare?
0: Really hoping that was Sean Bean, but it's not, is it? Sean
5: Bean.
0: He was the villain in Goldeneye.
1: England, James? No.
4: For me. Oh.
1: Six minutes, James, just like you gave me. What does that mean?
0: It means we've got three minutes. Yeah. Ah, so good. good.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, question three. Remember when bomb movies were fun? Yeah. Yeah. It's still
3: fun. It's still yeah, fun. I I bomb movies. movies. What do
0: you mean? Yeah, I was
2: amazing. The new one looks mad. Yeah.
3: yeah. I like all the David, David Craig ones.
0: David Craig's <laughs> ones. <laughs> David Craig's going to go. David? <laughs> Sorry Sean Do continue, continue. <laughs> That's
5: right I thought you said Daniel Craig it, it, oh, Never mind Up oh, shut <laughs> He didn't say <laughs> it <laughs> Question three uh, Which now deceased actor Lent his voice and likeness To Bloober Team's Psychological horror game Observer
1: R.I.P I, I paid money To get a photo with him once And they had to Shut up early Because he wasn't Feeling very well
4: mm-hmm.
1: I got a refund But it wasn't the point No I
2: might have got one point. There we go. That's the only one I'm confident on so far.
1: I've seen things. (laughs) Like tears in
4: rain. Oh, don't give that bit away. Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It Doesn't mean you can name him.
5: (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Question three. Which now deceased actor... (laughs) which Toby has just given you the answer to. The you Tobaroni. If you know
2: the quote, you know that your bit as well. You gave it away just as easily.
5: Yeah, okay. Um, he lends his voice and likeness to Blooper Team's psychological horror game observer. Uh, I need his name. So question four. Emma Stone lent her, act- her voice acting to which open world video game? Oh, I think I know this one. Or question four. Emma Stone lent her voice acting to which open-world video game? Okay, question five. Who provided the voice for Mortal Kombat Scorpion between 1992 for the first game right through to the release of Mortal Kombat shaolin monks in 2005.
1: still technically does ish that uh, would well, yeah
5: <laughs> so question five who provides the voice of mortal combat scorpion between 1992 for the first game right through to the release of mortal combat shaolin monks shaolin monks, in monks 2005? Hey, oh. I know.
1: It's getting real bad up here, I tell you. Hey, the Shaolin monks are getting right on my
0: tits. Monks. <laughs> just uh, see, just see if Shaolin monks invading Stoke. <laughs> I like for they had northern accents. Hey, y'all. do you want to learn
1: our martial art? It's great fun. You can Break I'm boards Did
3: te- your head. Is there te- any place on this planet that needs uh, some Shaolin monks It's Stoke? Surely. They're just brighten up with their orange robes. is
5: Survivor Tony. Um <laughs> question six. Who provides the voice for the Joker in Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham knight
2: Should we do a quote from something else that he's been in?
5: No, please don't. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Toby's got two questions, right?
4: For yeah, to. I think I've got two. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so question six. I think we've got provides... a lot to choose from. <laughs>
5: uh yes.
1: Question yes. six.
0: There's plenty wrong with me.
1: You could have gone with who played Batman and Joker. No. All right, it's your quiz. Not telling you what to do. Uh,
5: look, really, I, I, it's a really I, yeah. easy question. It's fine. No, it's it's easy for you, but it's not easy for Paul, because <laughs> <laughs> Paul plays. Paul plays one game a year. <laughs> what do you mean? catchphrase. Question seven. Um, which which actor is famous for saying space? in Command and Conquer
1: ah, oh, I love this quote So good
5: Space, the, um, they cannot get us Space! Uh, so question 7 Which actor is famous for saying s- Space? <laughs> 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 Pretty much like that too <laughs> in uh, in Command and Conquer Red
1: Light, He's so. got he's got a really raspy voice and I can't do it. It's just that really he throws it at it.
0: Space <laughs> Is it weird that I know him better from Home Alone 2?
5: Oh, stop, stop, it, man? stop giving stop <laughs> doing the to <Toby. laughs> It's not Donald Trump. Um, oh.
0: <laughs> it's also it's also not Macaulay Gotkin.
5: It's the best kind of space. <laughs> it, 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 I think I, Force only, Force. I only get it because
2: you can see his face in the game That's the thing, if he was playing it with a different face I'd never have
5: I think I'd remember who it was at all
0: I love the Space Force folks, it's the best, it's the
5: best. Okay, question 8 Ashley Birch starred as which character in Horizon Zero Dawn? Oh,
1: helps us spell it properly Don't autocorrect that, thank you Talking to Google there. No, I write my answers <laughs> on the phone and send them to Sean like we're supposed to do. I think I'm the only one that actually does it.
5: A question aids Ashley Burge starred as which character in Horizon Zero Dawn?
1: I could take a photo of my post it note at the end. Am I the only one that actually does do that? Wasn't that one of the yeah. rules that were set in?
0: We, we write them down and we send them to you straight away so there's no changing answers. We did yeah, it great. once. So we, we all did it once and then that same night Bill gave. Us like extra points for random things, and so it it, um, it was like, rendered mute. So Sean ruined that for himself, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I didn't oh,
3: send it uh, <laughs>
5: anyway. Sorry, no, you didn't, pull No, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that Your drafts
5: the, the word person thing is, is the highest of a lifetime. Answers,
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, question nine Which voice actor appears in all of Firewatch, Darksiders oh, 3, and Life is Strange?
1: Wait so a minute, I know nine. that one. Is it going to be really obvious? There's only one person I can think of that's in every game ever.
5: Question 9. Which voice <laughs> actor appears in Firewatch, Darksiders 3, and Life is Strange? Oh.
1: I think I've got her name wrong. Destiny
0: 2. Yeah, nine, I'm, thinking it's, the one the, I'm thinking it's
1: the one voice actress that's in everything.
5: Well, Ashley Birch?
1: No,
0: the other the one. Laura Bailey.
2: <laughs>
1: another one
2: <laughs> i'm not gonna say anymore Go, keep going keep going
1: guys
5: <laughs> there's only one i can really think of that isn't those two <laughs> okay and question 10 a loves, a loves a salad loves a salad you're giving it away again <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't get the reference so no no idea. okay
5: question 10 um a big one name five games that both no north and trey baker have both. Trey, been Trey Baker. In. Is he a cake? <laughs> Trey Baker. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. What what Nolan North and Flapjack have been, <laughs> name five games that both Nolan North and Troy Baker have both been credited in for doing voice acting. At the same time. Yeah, yeah a point shit. I can think I can think of three. I can think, I I think said, of four. Oh, I can think of none. Oh. It's the best part of forty-five minutes to put this game together, this this question together, because they really are in almost everything together.
1: Yeah, but then it's hard not to. Those two have fallen out as well. Have they? Well, no, they they're retro replaced with it because it got a bit funky, and they got a bit like whatever about their own success, and then they
0: kind of just split up. Did they finally fuck? And it was really awkward. Ugh, they, they, uh, they were be- they together they before this? <laughs> they became trolling. <laughs>
1: Can't think of a fifth one. It's going to be really obvious, but
4: <sighs>
2: yeah, my list of one, two, three, four is like the same. Oh game. shit!
4: Yes, <laughs> a very, a very,
0: very recent one. Okay, got it. Let's move on. That was number ten, wasn't it? That was number ten. 10. Okay, yeah. Don't move on. No need to move on. There's, uh, no, uh, move on. There's
1: fun, no more yeah, questions. Fifth one. There's my answer sent to Sean. Like a good person.
0: Right then. Thank you very much, Sean it's a pleasure sorry that's all right (laughs) it's a pleasure (laughs) grand uh we'll find out the answers at the end of this podcast right then let's move on to both barrels which is where i shoot through this week's news and then we finish on a big topic that we get a little deep into i wonder if you can guess what we're going to talk about this week you never know well here we go then with both barrels Sony have confirmed the PlayStation 5 Showcase event for 9pm on Wednesday, the 16th of September. In a post on the PlayStation blog, Sony's Sid Schumann said the Showcase will feature some of the great games coming to PS5 at launch and beyond. It'll last around 40 minutes and feature updates on the latest titles from Worldwide Studios and our world-class development partners. Hopefully, we'll finally get that all-important bug snacks release date. Super Mario 3D All-Stars allocation is short. A UK retailer has cancelled all Super Mario 3D All-Stars pre-orders, blaming Nintendo for a woefully short allocation. Yesterday, Base.com, which is popular among gamers for its cheap prices compared to the likes of Amazon and Game, sent an email to customers who had pre-ordered the upcoming Nintendo Switch exclusive, notifying them of the cancellation. The email, initially reported by Risa-era user GeoBros, and verified by Eurogamer, has some choice words for Nintendo. Quote, we have just been notified of our allocation of Super Mario 3D All-Stars and it's woefully short. This is very disappointing, and it is with great regret that we have to inform you that we will be unable to fulfill your order on the day of release. Ah, Nintendo. Borderlands 3 is coming to next-gen. Borderlands 3 is coming to both the Xbox Series X and the PS5 with some cool new features. Announced during PAX Online, Gearbox have revealed that the looter shooter has a free next general upgrade that applies to all content you've bought, as well as your saves. Borderlands 3 runs at 60 frames per second and in 4K resolution on the Series X and PS5 in single-player, Gearbox is stressed. The next-gen versions also include two local co-op features, free for all players, four-player split-screen, and the option to divide the screen horizontally or vertically in two-player co-op. Two-player co-op is coming also to Xbox One and PS4. Do you remember Rocket Arena? EA's multiplayer shooter Rocket Arena is now free to claim with Amazon Prime Gaming via EA's digital platform, Origin. Currently, Rocket Arena is free with an EA Play subscription which costs $3.99 a month, which is also coming to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and Xbox Game Pass for PC soon. Or, you can buy the game for £4. Huzzah. The last time it was checked, there were 71 people playing that game. So, yeah, it might need some more players. Jump on. Kena and the Wild Spirits, that promising adventure game revealed during the PS5 reveal showcase, has been delayed until the first part of 2021, effectively ending speculation, That the game will be a launch title for the new console, along with a release on PS4 and PC. Developer EmberLab has said this was a result of transitioning to working from home during the pandemic. Quote, we have not made this decision lightly, but feel it is best for the game and well-being of the team, EmberLab said in a statement published to Twitter. You can read the full statement in the podcast description where there's a link to the tweet. And finally, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's release date has been brought forward to November the 10th to bring it in line with the release of Xbox Series X and Series S as a launch title for the systems. This new launch date applies to all available platforms on PC, PlayStation 4, Stadia, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S and X. Valhalla will also launch on PS5 upon the launch of the console. Of course, we still don't know the date of that yet. Which rather suggests suggest it will launch maybe a little bit later. We'll see. On Series X, Valhalla will run at 4K at 60 frames per second, and it will benefit from higher resolution textures and improved shadow quality plus clutter density, which sounds exciting. It would also use the console's SSD for faster loading and smoother traversal. Finally, it is a smart delivery game, meaning you can upgrade from an Xbox One copy at no extra cost. Whew. And that, my friends, was both barrels. Good lord. Right, we're going to crack on with our main topic, and that is... Xbox have dropped everything. Everything you could possibly wish to know about their upcoming Xbox... This, 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 this has been revealed. First up, Xbox Series S is real, and it costs £249. It's a middling, it's somewhere between an Xbox One X and an Xbox Series X. So if you're looking for something to get in next gen, you can have this thing, even though it's effectively an Xbox One X to play next gen games. Um, it's all digital as well, so if you're looking for a physical, cheap way to get into Xbox next gen, sorry, you're out of luck. The Xbox Series X has also been priced and dated, and it will be £449 in the UK, and will be released on November 10th alongside the Xbox Series S. And pre-orders will go live on the 22nd of September 2020. Now, here's the thing. There's another option for you to buy these consoles, and it's called Xbox All Access. And you can get an Xbox Series X plus 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for £28 a month, spread over 24 months with 0% APR, or an Xbox Series S plus 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for 20 99 a month, spread over 24 months, if you do want to pay for it that way. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, of course, now comes with EA Play, and comes with xCloud and Xbox Game Pass PC, and of course Xbox Live Gold. So, you know, you're saving yourself at least 80 quid if you do it monthly. So... My question to you guys is, if you were to jump into the next generation of Xbox, are you going to pay it up front, or would you pay it monthly? Uh, Sean Davies?
5: I'm going to go monthly. I'm, okay. I'm going, to, I'm going to go with a, an X, a Series X. Ooh. I've changed my mind on the Series X, um, because I don't know if you've seen over the last couple of days that um, Microsoft have said that um, this isn't anywhere near as as powerful as it seems on paper, and it won't have a lot of the... Series X upgrades for current gen games because it's actually really lacking in one particular area. I think it's it might be RAM or I can't remember which one it is, but there is one area of the hardware that it is is not as good as even the Xbox One X. So it's wow, really? Yeah, yeah, which is like a real like this is where they've made the cost saving, obviously. Um, It'll be able to play next gen games, it'll be able to play it's play those games apparently uh, but yeah i've i've you know i don't see how that's um, going to last all that long to be honest given what a pipeline blocker that's going to be
0: if you- what is what does this mean for developers uh, are they are they going to be able to get the most out of the series x if they have to make a version of the for the series s which doesn't run quite as well
5: no they're, they're not this this is the this is, this is one of my main thoughts about this when it came out. I, was, I thought this is brilliant for consumers. This is like a ground floor, cheapest chips version of next gen. And for people who haven't got a 4K TV with HDR and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. You get to play these games that are next gen only on a console that's only 250 quid, which is half the amount of like most console launch prices. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, well, how long is this going to last? Because Like, the specs, yes, they are better than an Xbox One S, but in certain regards, they're not even as good as the Xbox One X. And and it wasn't long before some developers were saying, it's brilliant for consumers, but I am seriously worried that this is going to be, you've got this all singing, all dancing Xbox Series X, but you have to make your games workable on the Series S. And that's already, you know, we were already saying that having games backwards compatible for the Xbox One was going to be a pain in the arse. And now if you want to bring your game to Xbox, you've got to bring it to Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, and Xbox Series X. That's four different versions of a game you've got to put out. So, for developers, it's a bit of a pain in the arse, to be honest. But, you know, Mm. it does mean that there is a potential for more people to buy games. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting uh, initial few months for the Xbox. Let's just see if Series S really makes it the year. Because Xbox mm-hmm. have got a habit of uh, kind of moving on very quickly. <laughs> if we look at the, or, or digital edition anyway, of the Xbox yeah. One, that's already been discontinued. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Toby, what's your takeaway from the Xbox news this week? What's the the headline for you as a as a gamer and, and as a consumer? Headline. Um, I think that's tricky,
2: but I do agree that it's not got much longevity. So I'll go with that. I think this is the kind of thing where you're getting in the ground floor, you're doing all the things that Sean just described, but you're
0: the you're series S, you mean?
2: The series S. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um the series S, yeah, it's it's not it's not kind of worth it. Yeah, you're gonna get this great deal if you do the um all access. I i totally agree that that deal is great and I probably will think of doing this thing monthly if I can but I don't think I'm going to go with the S either because it seems like I'm just buying another console that I'm going to have to upgrade again in a year to two years time. You know, it's like, it's like I don't usually buy the pro either because the pro is only, you know, they only came out a few years before the end of the life cycle of the, of the console. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not really worth it when you know that another generation is coming back, coming down, you know, another two or three years later. So for that reason, I'm out, if you know what I mean. Um, like. Dragon's Den style I don't just don't think it's necessary Um, and yeah for devs what what kind of crazy Four versions are they gonna have to put out really 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 silly the other one that has not been mentioned But is a rumor is that really interesting sort of halfway between these two as well that seems to have been Rumored and I'll you know absolutely. It's not a real thing yet I have no idea whether it's a real thing, but it's called the series V according to what's been online and it but it actually makes sense on a business model side it 's just a digital version of the series x it 's not you know powered down like the like the s and but it is just non disc but with the power of the x and that 's actually hmm. comparable to the like the, um, play, the playstation five uh, yeah. digital version, and understandably would probably be a price in between the s and the x so the v to me looks like it 's probably real. Um just because it's a direct competitor. You know, it's not doing what the S is doing, which is like Sean said, it's it's a it's a whole different ball game, that game, that that console. It's not doing something that's directly comparable with PlayStation. Whereas the V might. I'll say might. It's not necessarily real. Um so yeah, I might hold out to see if the V is real. Um and not get this thing day one, because I've got Game Pass. I should be able to play a lot of this stuff for a little while anyway. Um so maybe. Just hold out slightly and see what that is.
0: Interesting. It it, it reminds me of why they named the 360 in the way it did, because they didn't want to sound a generation behind PlayStation. Mm. And now they've put a V, which of course is five in Roman numerals. Indeed. On an Xbox. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Toby said, that's not been confirmed by any means, but exactly. Yeah. It does, yeah, it does make sense, I think. For that thing to happen. Hmm. Paul, call Are you? Uh, is your mind changed on your future with Xbox in regards to any of this news?
3: Oh, not at all. No, it's. Um, I mean, I, I actually quite like the monthly model. That's not. That's, that's a good deal. I think if anyone wants to buy an Xbox and they can get the the, the Game Pass, X Cloud, the EA stuff, plus a next gen console for like, thirty pounds a month. I mean, it's a really good deal. And I'm, I'm with the other guys that the the Series S uh, is absolutely pointless. I mean, if people are going to invest money in a new console, they want the best, surely. They want just a halfway house. You know, um, yeah. granted, you get the S, you've got Game Pass, you've got yourself a decent console, but like like, uh, Toby said, it'd be out of date in a couple of years. Probably discontinued. Um, So I don't really see the point of the S. The V, maybe, but I just wish Microsoft would just have one fucking console, do you know what I mean? Um, And call it something decent. (laughs) <laughs> but, but the thing is for me, though, you know, despite all the, the deals and the bells and whistles and that kind of stuff, there's still not that killer game that I really want to play. You know, I don't know, Gears of War, I mean, when that first came out, that was great, but it's five years, uh, five games down the line, it's still playing the same game. So, you know, if I was to buy Xbox, it'd be purely just for the Forza games because they're great, but even they're kind of like, you know, mm. the same. So um, there's no killer app, there's no, there's no exclusives like the ones that Sony have. I mean, Sony are just banging them out, and I'm so enticed by their the games and the potential so um microsoft can bring out a million consoles if they want but i still won't buy one because there's nothing to play on it so yeah i'm like Toby, i'm out
4: hmm. and
0: that, that is the crux of it isn't it yeah i was saying you know, for, throughout the week we've been saying you know what xbox is making some good moves there they're making some consumer friendly moves with the monthly options you can pay 20 pounds for, for an s or for an extra eight pounds you can get the x which is ridiculous
3: yeah, so why, why would even bother paying like 20 pounds? Why not just get, mm. pay the extra eight pounds and get that, the better console? It's, yeah, it's, but then, it's a ridiculous model, you know? It's, it's, it's like, lot. hey man, have an iPhone for 400 pounds. You can get an iPhone Pro for like 415 pounds. But yeah, so yeah, I, th- I think Microsoft, uh, I think they, they got so like, uh, I don't know, blown away on the, uh, on the, this, this current generation. that They're just trying anything to catch up. They're like the DC, aren't they? Trying to catch up with Marvel, but it's just going nowhere um whereas xbox say so yes yeah, just release everything for everybody and just not get, get not actually perfect one thing do you know what i mean they, they're spreading themselves too thin perhaps i don't know it's just mm. it just seems a really weird move and um i just i just can't get excited by it so yeah sorry <laughs> microsoft yeah
0: no i mean you, you do make a, a good point it's like yeah this is all good but what am i gonna play on it yeah, <laughs> you I mean- know and that's the thing
3: I mean, Game Pass is just a phenomenal deal. I mean, if, if you're a gamer, I mean, I said this to my friend the other day we were talking about it, and he said, what do you make of this deal about the Xbox? I said, you know what, if you're a gamer and you've got a load of time to play a load of games, then it's probably the best way to go. Um, but if you're kind of a bit more limited for time, you don't get to play that many games, then you're paying 7 $9 a month for, like, a, almost infinite amount of games you won't have time to play. So, it's, you know, it's not for everyone. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but despite how good a value it is, it's, you know, it's probably not... Wouldn't work for me because I play one game a year. Um, you know, but for Sean and Toby who <laughs> to stop don't stop playing games and it might be perfect. So yeah, it's it's a it's a strange one, but I think it's great for a gamer, but for a casual gamer, that's probably no point at all, I wouldn't think. Mm,
0: interesting. Yeah. Greg, what's your take?
3: Yeah,
1: see I I don't use my Xbox as much as I kinda of should as I'm paying for Game Pass Ultimate. But I don't know, I mean I would like a four K Xbox. So part of me wants to wait until the one X's go down in price which they inevitably will when these other consoles come out. I quite like the look of the S because I'm not going to go out and buy an 8K TV next year. So I don't need the top end supposedly most powerful console that they've got running. But the one thing that does put me off with the S is the 512 gig storage. That's the problem I had on my PS4, which is why I got a one terabyte Xbox. I started favoring that for a bit until I got my pro. So yeah, part of me would it would be remiss just to trade in, no, not remiss. It would be stupid to uh, trade in a one terabyte normal Xbox for a smaller hard drive halfway console between this and the uh, Series X. So, no, it's yeah, Series X. Oh, fucking naming conventions of these things. I don't know. I, we we spoke the other week about like how Game Pass is. We've spoken before about how good Game Pass is and stuff like that. So I kind of want to keep that going. But like Paul said, there's no killer IP that's going to make me want to jump onto the next generation. So for me, it would just be the next step in a console to play Game Pass on, which is kind of cool. Um, I got some friends on there that you know we play like Walking Dead and no, we haven't. Sorry, World War Z and stuff that's come up on there. So it's nice as a as a dalliance for me. But my console priorities at the moment are mostly PlayStation, and even then, I don't really want to buy a PS Five straight away because I'm not rolling in the big bucks. So. Either way, it's not going to be day one for me or month one or two anyway, so mm. I don't know. I like, and I'm not trying to shit on Paul's argument, but I like that there are come out of variants for people that don't want the high-end stuff and all that kind of stuff, but agreeing with him, yeah, it's a bit daft that it's 20 quid for one or 28 for the other, but then some people just might want to might want a Series S just for, you know, they might have a 4K TV, and they might just think, oh, I'll just play my Series S for a bit, and they don't want to have the the top-ends, you know, Full spec console. If they're paying outright for it, never mind the payment plan thing. I mean, like say the outright price difference between two fifty and four fifty. You know, yeah. that's not too bad. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, there's there's still nothing that makes me personally want to get it. Like, I've got friends that are Xbox based anyway, and I'm sure they'll jump for the X's. So I can't see any of them really going and upgrading their ones or their one X's that they've already got to downgrade in smaller hard drive size for a variable console like the uh, like the S. So I imagine they'll skip mm. that and go towards the series x but like for me monetary wise i'd probably be looking more in favor of an s as a part-time console if that makes sense like yeah no way. i've got the 4k tv i wouldn't mind the s and just playing like upscaled versions of game pass and i don't know what have i got there uh five disc-based games that i've got for the xbox um so yeah that that would be more suited for me in my budget just to go oh fuck it i'll get an s and that's that's the upgraded one but then if i just want it for better tech why don't i just sort of downsize a bit and get a 1x when they go down in price so I, I don't really know it's a bit of a mixed bag because it seems like they're catering to the hardcore xbox fans that are going to go straight for the one uh, series x or they're trying to catch in the middle ground part time players and maybe give them some other options we don't know what this fee is yet and i don't know i like the addition of like ea access to game pass but then like sean was giving out the other options of what's going where and all this all access stuff and it just seemed like an absolute minefield why not have one price point or like one one scheme like game pass ultimate or whatever and the two varying consoles why do they have to be at these different variants of stuff it just seems a little bit like the mud eating water's too much like too much variety kind of thing playstation's like disc discless bam there you go
0: yeah yeah i mean xbox's decision to cater to everyone you know, He's trying
1: to spread it too thin. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, it's not saying, here are your options, deal with it. It's like, here
0: are several options just to confuse you. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't yeah. know, is my answer. <laughs> okay. Again, I mean, the V may not even be real. It's just yeah. a, a rumor at this point, but... We
1: sure to- Toby's uh, unmuted himself. What's he going to counteract me with? God, Toby,
0: get him! <laughs> I, I get him. As soon you as knew fu- it. You were watching. As soon
1: uh, as you is. do it, as soon as, as, as to unmute I'm like, oh, uh, fucking uh, go! I uh, uh, May I just... have a, so, I have so have a point to make?
2: make. <laughs> no, can um, can all I all just... I was actually no, I was just going to say, um, with the V, there's there's a thing on that on that leak that makes me think it's real, and it's the colours, right? So the V is black, the same as the X, and the S is white, right? So the S is the color convention. Makes me think the S is just an upgraded one X, right? And that's all you're really getting there. It's pretty much last gen. It's not making the full jump, but the V and the X are black. That is the new tech. That is the new stuff. And you're getting a slimline, you know, or a, a non, uh, non-disc non version and a normal disc version, right? So with, when the artwork has come out for that V, just that one image, it makes it look legit because of that. Like they've not gone with some strange design. They've not gone with something oh, weird. and Sean, Sean's going to counteract me now. But that's my thinking on it. It just looks more real because of that.
5: And you would be absolutely right. Only if the only thing they took out was the disc drive, they wouldn't change the shape. Because but they change
2: the shape is different on the PlayStation.
5: Only very, very marginally different. Like you wouldn't halve the size of the box. I don't think cause... the V
2: looked half the size. I think it looked
0: maybe maybe right, a little bit of a slither come well,
5: off for sure. Like, this one, but the shape of the console itself, yeah, the, the yeah. actual shape is the same,
3: damn near identical.
5: Whereas yeah, what we you need sure, to the...
3: understand is this is Microsoft, and they've got <laughs> out five damn consoles. So who knows? Yes,
1: I know, you, I'm, can't, I'm, <laughs> you can't call out Microsoft for doing that when you're an Apple
3: fan. No, no, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, Microsoft have got like an S, a V, an X, or one, a one X, or two X, whatever. So, why wouldn't they bring
5: out a different shape console? Because
4: they're just fucking insane. No, I think they should They've already the done ones. it. They've already they should, done it. That's the they thing. They
2: should
1: revisit what the original Xbox looked like.
5: I'm, I'm talking cost That's wise. Mm. Like, if, if, if the only thing you're doing to this console is taking out the disk drive, you wouldn't need to completely redesign a new box. You just need to have the same box with that extra space in it. Because making it smaller with the exact same hard drive in it makes it an absolute heating nightmare. And the the dynamics of that box, the way it is, is is like it is to make it cooled. It's got that weird typhoon kind of fan in the middle of it. And if you're halving that, you're halving the cooling solution, and that's why I don't think it's real. Yeah, Toby. No, but and I I do think <laughs> I do think within years <laughs> Thanks, time. <for> <laughs> I, I I do think that within a couple of years' time, that there's absolutely no doubt that they will be selling an Xbox Series, whatever it's going to be, without a disc. They might even go with a V. But it you know
2: Yeah, it might be real, but it's just nowhere near ready yet, for example. Yeah. Um and like you say, I, I don't think it was that much of a different size, but yeah, your your argument makes sense. I mean, if they unless they have completely different components for their fan system in the V. But yeah, it would be odd. I agree.
0: There's a lot to mull over. I don't think they're gonna drop three different SKUs on November tenth, are they? No. I mean imagine like, you know, your mum going into game and be like seeing three different Xboxes. She only came just... in for a Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> It's only came I into terms of Mary does. Can crazy. they get the wrong one?
3: If, if that V is true and someone goes into the game who hasn't got an idea, there's five Xboxes for them to buy now. Do you know what I mean? Well be. Do you know what I mean? What how how is that any kind of business? If someone's just mum just like, went into a store
1: quick,
5: and, everything and asked everything they want and see what
1: happens. If someone's mum went into a store and asked for a V, you get all five guys when the cat are going, take mine.
5: <laughs> all right, so I need I need to make this point as well, because I made this on Twitter and, and like by the time these consoles come out, there will not be any any Xbox One S's or Xbox One X's left. They stopped production. They stopped them in July. These will all be gone. The only ones mm. left will be secondhand.
1: You know, so I'll be able to get an Xbox One X for fifty quid then. Yes,
5: exa- Well, this is it. Like the Xbox Series, you know, the Xbox One S All Digital Edition costs two hundred pounds new from from sorry two hundred and fifty pounds new right now. That will not be the case in about two weeks' time.
1: I'll tell you what, if you ever want a tiebreaker question for the quiz, is name all the different Xbox variants.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: No, DS. Or in about six years' time oh, from man. now, there'll be even more of
0: them. Yeah, yeah, Sean's right. The DS one would be far more difficult.
5: Yeah, DS, DSi, DSi Color, 2DS, d-
0: DS, 3DS, XL, <laughs> new 3DS. No, but, uh, fuck that. There's one per year. But then, you know, there's, the Xbox Series S is cheaper than an Xbox One X. Brand new, that's, right? That's, that's why it's white. It's not any different. It just... <laughs> and
2: like, I'm just joking.
0: It just doesn't make any sense. It's like £120 cheaper. Like, brand new. And a One X right now on Amazon is 360 still. And if this a, a Series S, which is, you know, it is more powerful than it, comes out cheaper, then of course they're going to discontinue the One X because no one's going to bother. It's so weird. I'm I'm, I'm sure this all makes think, sense hey, in... Uh, bothered
3: in the first place, Ross, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll make sense in Phil Spencer's head, but... It's terribly confusing.
3: I think um, they're more worried about World Premier's <laughs> there.
0: World premiere. they're launching with the Medium, and that's it. And the rest of it is just Game Pass games. You know, not, not launching with Halo Infinite, I think, is going to be tough for them. So we shall see.
5: Not at that price.
0: Well, you never know. They've got to have some games to announce first. That's you know. true. Yeah, that would be nice. Very finally, of course, we're getting the PS5 showcase uh, this week. Uh, Sean, what does Sony have to do to compete with these prices? Just bang in the middle, or equal them, or what? Nothing. <laughs>
5: yeah. Um, PS5's got to be around or on the Xbox Series X price. The PS5 discless is got to be three hundred quid. Two nine nine. I would say they, they've got it. They've got to go that low.
0: If it's two nine nine, I'm going to buy two. I'm going to buy one for downstairs and one for upstairs. If they I, do I, that, that's like that's like the Xbox Series
2: S goaded them into doing it that low. Exactly See what I mean.
5: That that is that is Where what the V can then
2: come in later and just be like, yeah, whatever. We don't need that, to compete with that low price now.
5: That's that's what everyone's expecting. So this yeah. is this is currently the the thinking is that Microsoft were gonna go higher than they have done. And well, I mean, to be fair, they've just cannibalized their own console. You know, the Xbox One is shit in the fucking water right now because of what they've announced. It's
2: bait. It's the, yeah. the S is bait. That's why you shouldn't buy an S. That's why the V is real. That's why the V is, is real. That why,
0: is that why, could someone explain to me the ERP, not the RRP? Uh, estimated, estimated.
5: Yeah, estimated. So when, I guess that's, I so when
0: Sony announced their price on Wednesday, could they effectively knock it down or match it?
5: Yeah. Shit. But th- this is this has always been the thing, though, it? because they've they've been in this blinking match because what's going to happen now is they're, they're everything's going to happen now We're in the space of like two months, and it's going to be, price changes, it's going to be we recommend you sell at this price but actually, because it's a launch console, we're going to knock 50 quid off and it, it's it's going to be insane because you know they, they've decided to jam it all into two months <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be insane like, nice. websites are going to be out of date the next day, <laughs> it's going to be oh, fantastic
0: because <laughs> um, yeah Phil Spencer said that they were due to announce everything next week, so it was like a Tuesday Wednesday double hit punch of the prices of these things Mm-hmm. And, but of course, they were pushed into it because of the leak. But oh man, it's, it's heating up now. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's taking it's a long ass time, time, but we're getting there. <laughs> getting there, finally. Yeah. um Right, let's crack on. Um, we'll talk obviously more about this next week when we know the price and release date of the PlayStation 5. Very exciting. uh Let's talk Ubisoft, who had their second Ubisoft forward, arguably a better one than the first one um this week. And uh, yeah, we'll just power through some of the announcements. Um, I know Toby. Good sir, you were watching along uh, along with us. What was your kind of highlight or takeaway from Ubisoft? Or what was your most exciting announcement?
2: Um, I think my absolute top one, Gali. I'll leave the other announcements to other people. But my top one was um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Terrible you mean, name. Um, you mean Breath of the Odyssey? I mean God of War: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I I don't know what I mean, but it looks. It looks really good. I, I, I like it. I think the name is terrible. Immortals: Phoenix Rising doesn't do it for me at all. Gods and Monsters was a bit better, but still pretty generic. But the actual game that's come out is really nice. It looks, it looks very. Um, it's got a nice cartoony feel to it, which I quite like. It's it, it feels a little bit like lots of what lots of other recent platformers have been going for, but maybe not quite achieved. Plus, it's got an open world. It looks a little bit like what God of War wanted to do back on the ps2 days when it was all very greek but didn't have the you know the the chops and things to actually sort of make those kind of games back then um so you've got this great big sort of golden isle with a mount olympus in the middle and all these different realms that the gods live in and they've all been attacked by hades as titans and things Um, but you can go to each of those world sections and it's like that that's what that's what you eventually did in all of the god of war games that were based on greek mythology so i quite like that It's, it's got very cool um flying mechanics in there. That's like a stamina based flying mechanic, but it isn't just gliding, it's proper and it looks really fun. Um but at the same time, the only sort of main thing that irks me a little bit about it is that when you start looking at the gameplay and you start watching it run, there's a there's a gameplay walkthrough video on on our sites that um, Paul put up. Um it's a little bit generic. It's not very original looking. Um it's got I mean, you know it
0: looks it looks astonishingly like breath of the wild
2: yeah that's what i mean it's it's not got a very original look and it's not got a very original gameplay so it's going to suffer from those things that people said ghost of tsushima suffered from which was you know it's another open world game it's another one of these it's another you know and it's going to have to be pretty good to play to get over that sort of hump of yeah, this is very unoriginal gameplay, guys. Um, you know, there's puzzles in the temples. There's different temples to clear, and then you're around to the next open world area, which is fine. I like open world games. I'm not against them, but it doesn't look like it's really doing much new. It just looks fun. It just looks good. It looks good for kids, um, and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll definitely play it, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, that was my real real one. That came in right at the beginning, so there are other things other people can, uh, can go for in the rest.
0: What was your uh, take on the Splinter Cell reveal? Oh uh, wait! Yeah, shit, what? Words. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that there, didn't was, there was there was a it.
2: there was a tiny tiny little bit of Sam Fisher again, was, yeah, wasn't there?
0: Being added to Six Siege, I believe. Oh, dear, I dear,
2: and a nice little cartoon of Sam Fisher, which I liked. I thought, you know, give me a cartoon, you know, cel shaded game of Splinters. Oh, I'd buy that. Yeah. um just give but, me a splinter cell give me splinter cell oh, god damn it i take a, a i take an hd remake right now i take what, a hd collection right now right yeah
3: <laughs> whoever happens to the splinter cell movie with tom hardy what, yeah yeah that? true
2: sure enough yeah um it's being <laughs>
0: it's being added to brawlhalla no awesome. i
2: just I, I just can't i don't understand why they know that sam fisher is everyone's favorite thing they literally know it they are demonstrating it in every who Be forward we're adding mm. him to this we're adding him to this we're going to put yeah. him in this we know he sells so why aren't we making his
0: game? The last three, they are. The That's got to be it. Forwards. They are. The two our forwards and like their last E3. Yeah, they've added Sam Fisher to three different games and not given him his <laughs> own one.
2: <laughs> I think it means that in the background somewhere they are working on one. It's just they haven't got very far and they don't know how to do anything new and interesting with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or perhaps they're just trying to gauge the reaction to him to, to garner. Yeah, it's That's just lots and lots one. of frustrated Sam Fisher
0: fans. That's all it is right well, now at the um like 10 minutes after the ubisoft forward ended the top trend worldwide was to cell. <laughs> so good. I hope so. <laughs> so you know they should know um give us what we want. What did you um what did you guys make of the Prince of Persia remake?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yep. I mean uh, graphic whatever aside, I hope, really hope they polish it up before that because it's doing the rounds with Halo Infinite at the moment. Yeah, I love Sands of Time. It was a great game, so seeing a remaster Providing they don't fuck around with it would be good.
3: Cool. Uh, Paul? Yeah, Prince of Persia is probably my takeaway. I'm looking forward to that. It's probably going to be a day one because I've just got so many good memories from the first game. It was one of those Christmas games, you know, you get it Christmas day and you open it and you play it and you love it kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Are you uh, still looking forward to Watch This Legion? Obviously. I mean, I don't yes. need to say that, do I, really? You know, that's a lie. That's, that's a lie. I'm not because fucking Stormzy's in it. What's your what problem you? with Stormzy? Oh, he's an absolute bellend. Why is he a bellend? Because I don't like him.
2: Why? It, does, it doesn't need him, that's for sure. No, it doesn't no, need
3: him. I, I, I I'll, I'll a, get what I do in it, but I just don't like Stormzy.
0: It's a side mission, man. You don't have to play it. Good. It's Yeah, I'll, say, I'll,
2: I'll agree with Paul and say the same thing I said on the Slack, which is uh, I really hope you can just turn off his song. <laughs> I don't mind <laughs> if he's in the mission, that's fine. I just don't want to listen. That's all.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, We've well, got to look at a new IP as well called Riders Republic, which looks like a Battle Royale steep which is what I wrote down essentially um with a bit more color. Does that a, it, I thought the trailer looked pretty cool. Did that appeal to anyone?
5: No. Well. Yes. <laughs> Thanks Sean. <laughs>
4: admit, because, um
3: Steep was wasn't very good and we have the crew too which is like almost like an open world race which didn't do very good either. So this looks like a bike version of the crew, if you know what I mean.
0: Sean, what makes you excited about Riders Republic? Riders Republic.
5: I, I liked the idea of Steep, I just think the execution lacked a bit of um, a bit of polish and a bit of forethought. And I think with you know, they, they did steep and the DLC is apparently for Steep is very, very good. So if they can the same studio are doing it, so if they can learn all of those things and they basically put it into like a, a Motorstorm esque world where you can glide suit and bike and BMX and all that kind of stuff, I'm on board. Like that looks like a lot of fun.
4: Uh, especially... was, that,
1: was, that a, was that a Extreme Sports? I'm on board, like pun there
4: or don't <laughs> oh, <Katie Lavin>.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with you though, I quite like the look of it. I just don't want to I didn't I couldn't get into Steep because it was just too much of the it was too much of a mess. Like I preferred SSX when it was quite simple with its missions and stuff like that. Steep gave you too much and was like, here's your playground. And I remember I, I downloaded it start of this year, I think, because we had it on plus, didn't we? Because I've been playing it before when it came out on Plus a year or two ago, downloaded it again started this year. Like right, okay, I'll give it a go again with a. Oh, I want to see what it looks like on the TV. And I I loaded it up and it was like, there you go. And I would spend ages on the map trying to find like an easy mission or event to do, and I just fucking couldn't. It was too bloated, and you know that Ubisoft open what wor- like even open world in an extreme s- snow sports game was just unreal. But saying that, if they can, because I know they've, they've, we we talked about it last week. They've pretty much like kicked the guy in the head that turned everything into an open world bloat fest. So if they can combine just the fun of all these events, the down the the downhill mountain biking looks awesome in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of I hate saying this, but I'm always like cautiously optimistic because I don't like getting excited about games anymore because I'm just used to disappointment. So I I kind of want it to be good but I don't want it to be a microtransaction Trials Rising mess. Because that's what's put me off Ubisoft Extreme Sports Games was Trials Rising and its bloody progression microtransaction loot box system. Killed the franchise for me. I've never gone back to it since I reviewed it. So I really hope they ditch all that shit they're always getting all the grief for, listen to what the fans want, and make a fucking game. It doesn't rely on stuff like that.
0: Yeah, looks good. Oh Yeah, I think it looks fun. Uh, Sean, what's your take on Immortals? Phoenix Rising. I should have asked you earlier when we were talking about it, but I didn't, so I'm asking you
5: now. It's, it's, I'm, I'm indifferent towards it. It's, it looks like a lot of what exists already. And I don't really have a problem with more open-world games just existing and not really you know, pushing the envelope forward. Not every game has to innovate. But also, it kind of looks boring. It looks like if Fortnite decided to have a baby with Assassin's Creed origins it just it just nah I'm I'm okay. Like I'm I'm sure it's gonna be great for everyone that it's aimed at, but I, I just don't think that it that it's aimed at me. Which is which is fine. I mean it's made by the guys that made Odyssey.
2: Yeah. You like Fortnite and Assassin's Creed. Yeah
1: but and like I'm not Listen I'm to not, these two trying to pedal their <laughs> their game on you.
5: It, it I mean it's just like I, I don't like the fact that you're creating a character for a start because while that always you know for, that doesn't create immersion for me creating a character doesn't go i'm going to insert myself into the game because i then basically go okay i'm going to make the ugliest purple skin thing i can i can possibly do create a fucking monster to release on this world um and and then the the story's not going to be that's just a
2: kind of self-harm isn't it you've gone in there and you've made your purple troll and then you've got to use your purple troll it's like um what greg did with (laughs) wastelands
1: you've got to make your purple-headed warrior and really get in there and just stuck in.
2: <laughs> make something. Make something you like the look of
4: that you will like be happy to play with.
1: Three seconds to dawn then, because you're uh... <laughs> Yeah, my um, my adventures of dingus and chips in the wasteland didn't last very long. No, because out... you couldn't
2: be bothered with it.
1: Because I didn't. Cause I didn't give them. St- well, the preset characters have really good stat balances, and when you give, when you give them free reign to make your own characters, do you? Go, yeah, I'll put all my stats in this, and you neglect the one thing that will get you shot. And I was like. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna use the preset characters.
5: If if you have to if you have to create a character, this this story can't be tailored to a character. That's that's always like. Can I you know, work for Saints Row? And Def Jam? No, we no we didn't.
4: <laughs> they, <laughs> it they, didn't they, work.
5: <laughs> those those stories are like puddle deep. Like they aren't they aren't. Oh, like, whoa
1: whoa Def Jam fight for New York is an absolute masterpiece, and I are not hearing anything different.
5: Yeah, sorry sorry to uh, diss that Shakespearean masterpieces. That it's is. got Snoop Dogg in it. Yeah, it does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that should be your quote of the week.
5: Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, got Snoop Dogg like, in it, <laughs> like, like Jake Spizzle. Did, did Jake, you see Jake me, Spizzle, Did you see that story though about um, Five for New York? About I think it was it. I think it was Snoop Dogg who basically they went to the designers and the designers were like, "Okay, we you can put some input into your moves." And Snoop Dogg was like, "I just want this eagle, and I want this to be like a normal move, not a finish move. I want this eagle to come out of my arm." to pick them up and then me to keep kicking them and keep kicking them. And then a lion comes out and eats them. Oh yeah.
1: they went, no,
5: no, no. They said yes. Right. So they said, they said yes, because they, they were did. like, <laughs> don't, don't right. say no to Snoop Dogg. And then, <laughs> and then the game came out and they went to the launch party and Snoop Dogg was like, where the fuck's my lion, man? Where where the fuck's my lion? They were like, um, we, we couldn't put that in the game. And he was like, fuck you guys. Nice. But they gave they gave
1: they a Ghostface Killer that like, massive gold eagle on his arm, though, didn't they?
5: That might have been who it was, but he didn't get his line.
1: Yeah, Ghostface Killer's got a giant gold eagle, like a wrist. It's not well, not a wristwatch, like a wrist, like a bracelet, but it's like a, an actual eagle-sized gold eagle on his arm <laughs> as a as a prop. Yeah, yeah, masterpiece. So, so you're
0: looking forward. So you're not looking forward to Immortals then?
5: No, sorry, <laughs> no.
0: Okay, I <Icon> Topic. <laughs> I'll take that off my shared game list. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I'll play it one day put
1: it on Game Pass Ubisoft damn it it's like you're being guilted and not liking a game that Ross likes uh, sorry
5: right. I, I say I, I don't like it now but you know when it comes out they're going to be like yeah okay
0: because <laughs> that's okay, just we, we've got a code I'll
5: have it <laughs>
0: that's your one yeah um, yeah uh, what about Scott Pilgrim I'm what excited a, what about it we excited it was alright when he came out the first time Ron? I didn't play
1: it the first time but you can play it now, and it's yeah. It's all right. So I
2: am, ex- I am semi-excited. It, it looks um, <laughs> semi. <laughs> semi. Um, I I I definitely interested. I I like Anna Managuchi's music from other things as well. Um, so I'll be trip because of that. I've not actually properly listened to that album before. And um, it looks. Oh, someone came that? on. What was that? that? Came came from someone else's mic. a um, car outside the
3: windows don't even open. Oh, okay. That what do you mean? <laughs> what do you, you mean?
2: What the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Um, but I, I'm not a massive fan of the, you know, the brawling genre anyway. So in that respect, it may not be my thing, but it looks cool.
0: Okay, cool. Nice, just the internet freaking exploded when that got announced. So. Yeah, it definitely is a cool uh, IP though, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. I remember playing it back in the day. It was fun. It's all right. It was fun. I, was, I'm, I wasn't like begging and pleading for it to come back, but yeah. It's gonna, Why it's gonna, it's, was it's, it's it gonna ever make...
2: removed from the stores? we know the story why reasons, one? I
1: guess. licensing and stuff like that and
0: yeah okay.
5: mm,
0: yeah but yeah now Scott Pilgrim's got its 10 year anniversary the film as anyway at least so it's uh, probably cashing in at this particular point in time mm. so yeah um, okay well, that was pretty much uh, Ubisoft Forward um, anything from the pre-show is worth sharing Sean
5: DLC for everything hey Far Cry what? VR that was pretty cool yeah, Far Cry VR, but that's location-based only. So you got to go to a, you've got to actually go to a building to play it. Um, and the Crew Two DLC, which is like they're the starting something called the Chase, which it looks like uh, Fast and the Furious, but in the crew. So if you wanted an actual Fast and Furious game and were disappointed with the one that came out previously, now is your chance to go and get that one.
0: Nice. Um, I did see the trailer for the Summit, the Division Two DLC. That looks pretty cool.
5: It does. Yeah, like a hundred floors and basically you work your way up one by one. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. We should get back into that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we really should. We Really should. I do have Warlords of New York installed on my PS4, which I have done for since release, and I haven't touched it
5: once. Don't don't, don't start it. I know. I got halfway through and got so stuck, and I can't mm. go back to New York. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Washington.
0: Oh God, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. There you go. That was Ubisoft Forward. Um, I believe there's one more before the end of the year, so that'll be interesting to see what else they have up their sleeve, if anything at all. Maybe then, Toby, we will see. cell. So. three green dots. That's all I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe Is we'll the see. The sound it.
3: effect would be enough.
0: Yeah, know? maybe we'll see it on Wednesday as a PS5 exclusive. Oh, oh imagine dang. if that was the one they'd netted. Oh. I'd be like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the internet would explode It would, it would. Yeah.
2: Whatever, they, whatever they've netted I'm, I'm really psyched to see what that is The rumour at the moment is Final
0: Fantasy 16
2: mm. So we'll see Or whatever Project Athia was Yeah Because that's potentially Final Fantasy 16 as well
0: Oh it's all very exciting uh, Radhan it's time for the Indie Corner
5: Let's do an Indie Corner. Uh, So there are four games that I'd like to highlight this week. Uh, The first is called Wingspan from Monster Couch. Um, We've been receiving emails about this game all week. And I checked it out the first time and I've been continually checking it out every time we've received an email because it just looks delightful. It's basically a digital recreation of the award-winning card game by the same name. Uh, The idea is that you basically got to discover and attract the best birds to your network of wildlife preserves by collecting cards, putting cards down, which attract other birds, and they all have um, they all have powers that echo their real life habitats and it's, it's got this really nice paint- of the art style, and it just su- looks super chill and if you're into birds um, and you can't go bird watching for whatever reason because of COVID or whatever, then this might be for you you know uh, it's coming out on steam on september 17th it's called bird,
2: f- bird flu was worse for the, uh, the bird watching. <laughs> <laughs> also, this strikes me. I know you're saying it's an interesting game, but I'm sorry to just interrupt. But card deck building and bird watching at once. Yes. <laughs> just is it just
0: me? It no. sounds. Oh dear. <laughs> like, I don't want it. <laughs> card deck building and bird watching is headlining indie corner this week. Zero, dear. What yeah. else have you got? What's your next three? <laughs>
5: Ah, okay, these are all chill games. I tried to put like <laughs> stuff that isn't killing stuff. In this. I think anyway, I just call
1: Toby like the mood shooter.
5: This is uh, up next.
0: We've got a uh, match three train spotter.
2: I'm yeah. having that mood shooter.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
5: <Yes>. <laughs> Fuck you bam, guys. bam bam Here comes the <laughs>
1: counterpoint from Toby.
5: <sighs> right. Okay. The next game is called Cloud Gardens, and it's from. I don't know. If I can say this? Is it NoIO games? Um, it's basically a relaxing game about planting seeds on the ruins of humanity at the end of time and you're basically growing plants all over skyscrapers and stuff um, I'm not entirely sure what the aim is it looks really cool, it's out on Steam early access now okay, something a little bit more exciting, okay Toby, can't keep your fucking knickers on um, the third game is called On To The End and I think both me and Greg played this at TGX last year
1: we played a lot of games so remind me
5: this is the one that looks like um vikings in caves sword fighting side in a 2d plane which like a very <laughs> yes <laughs> ringing any bells
1: yeah we did do a lot of drinking as well
5: yeah okay okay well you said this one looked was was good and then you stood behind me and watched me play for ages yeah okay anyway it's a handcrafted cinematic platformer about a desperate journey home. He plays like a Viking warrior who's fighting trolls and stuff. Um, There's a new trailer that came out to celebrate the EGX slash PAX online event that's going on now. Um, it has this really brilliant combat system about trying to read your opponent and either parrying or attacking beforehand. It's kind of like, I hate to say this because I hate saying it and never do, but it is like a 2D dog souls. So, if you if you fancy that, um, give a, get a, a look on until the end. And uh, the last game is called Webbed by S. Bug Games. It's gone viral on Twitter a few times. You play as a spider in like a 2D world, and the web mechanics are phenomenal. Do you, uh, you remember Worms with the the ninja rope? It looks like that, but with web that's like infinite, and you can design little webs and stuff. And don't worry, Ross. I know that like you are, have major problems with, with spiders. You could turn them into like little bugs instead, so you don't have to have suffer with the arachnophobia. No, I'm good. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played.
0: Um, I played just a tangent. I played uh, grounded today on XCloud. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was. off either. in that. You can, but they just turn them into like this, like amorphous blob that is just still just as scary. So yeah. didn't work for me. Sorry, on. Cool.
5: Yeah, the orb weavers is terrifying. Um, so this, this game is about a lady spider that's on her way through a forest to rescue her boyfriend from a bird. Um, it's It just looks brilliant. And it's coming out on Steam next year. And it's on Steam now, so you should go web, web wishlist it. It's called Webbed. And those are the four games.
0: Nice. Thank you very much. A very exciting bunch of games there. Thanks. And um, if you are listening uh, to this, uh, the week it goes up, EGX is currently on, which is kind of Ooh. kind of weird that we're not physically there when it's on, but uh, yeah, they're doing a great job so far of um, the, the booth, like the virtual floor plan they've laid out is fantastic. So um, I'll drop a link in the description, go and check it out, check out some indie games, play some demos, and yeah, try and support this virtual EGX they've created, because it's really quite impressive. Um, so, cool, thanks, Sean. A pleasure. But don't go anywhere, because it's time for the quiz answers.
5: Okay, let's do this. So, question one was uh, Name the two voice actors who have provided the English voice acting for Big Boss slash Snake in the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, Greg? I mean, David Hayter and Keith Sutherland. That is correct. David Hater and Keith Sutherland. Um, question two uh, Which actor starred in both the Game of Thrones TV show and was the main antagonist in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? Paul?
3: Uh, I've gone for Kit Harrington because he's the only character I on know.
5: That would be correct. Yes! That was a very, very good Google. Well done. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, question three. Uh, which now deceased actor lent his voice and likeness to Bloober Team's psychological horror game Observer? Uh, Toby?
2: Probably got it wrong. <laughs> no. Uh, Rutger yeah. <laughs> Or if that's, if that's how you pronounce it. Rutger uh, Hauer, Hauer. Yeah. Hauer. Yeah.
5: Hauer, right. <laughs> Hauer. is correct, yeah. Question four. Emma Stone lent her voice acting to which open world video game Ross? Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs is correct. Ah, oh, tit. Uh, question, question five, who provided the voice for Mortal Kombat Scorpion between 1990 and 1992 for the first game right through to the release of Mortal Kombat Sheldon Monks in 2005? Greg? It was Ed Boon. Ed Boon is correct. Yeah.
1: And he's still, it's still his voice clip saying, get over here in the new ones.
5: I thought, I thought they'd redone it for, for 10 or 11. No, it's still his. Because he's been taken out of the credits. For Scorpion. Then. No, no,
1: he's, he's obviously it's a different voice actor for the, you know, the character. But ah, okay. the, get over here is still Ed Boone's sound clip.
5: You sound very like Texan when you do that. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, question six. Who provides the voice for the Joker in Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City and Arkham Knight? Uh, Paul? Did Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is correct. Uh, question seven. Which actor is famous for saying space in... Command and Conquer Red Alert Three, Toby. Tim Curry. Tim Curry is correct. Uh, question eight: Ashley Berg starred as which character in Horizon Zero Dawn? Dawn. Ross. Aloy. Aloy is correct.
0: <laughs> I did that as um, you know, her <laughs> adopted father did at the start of the game when he named her.
5: Nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was very good. Accurate as well. Yeah, it's like flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like playing the game, that was. Thank you. Uh, question nine: Which voice actor uh, appears in uh, all of Firewatch, out of Three, and Life is Strange? Um, Paul. Uh, is it Sissy Jones? Sissy Jones is correct.
1: Ah, uh, I went for Claudia Black. She does all that Dragon Age and all that as well.
0: The, the salad reference was that Paul and I had salad with her after she won her BAFTA. Yes, we Yeah, did. yeah it was very nice. Very expensive ah. salad. Fucking hell. But well, it, was, it, just it was nice. <laughs> and it was so small, right? <laughs> so small. But you know, these bloody wealthy voice actors. Poncy, poncy yeah. In, restaurants and yeah, shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but she was lovely. She was very, very lovely. And it was a great day.
5: Okay. And finally, question 10. Name five games that both Nolan North and Trey Baker have been credited in uh, for cool. doing voice acting. Right. Okay. Ready? This is the list. Quantum of Solace, Red Faction Gorilla Army of Two, The 40th Day, Final Fantasy XIII, Transformers War of Cybertron, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 2, Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops, Knight's Contract, Sokon 4, Batman Arkham City, Star Wars The Old Republic, Armored Core 4, 5, Kinect Star Wars, Lego Batman 2, DC Super Heroes, Transformers 4 of Cybertron, Guild Wars 2, Skylanders Giants, in fact all of the Skylanders, uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, Marvel Heroes, The Last of Us, Saints Row 4, Lego Marvel Superheroes, Batman: Arkham Origins, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII, Transformers: Rise of the Dark Spark, Disney Infinity. Oh my God! Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> Lego Batman 3, uh, Beyond Gotham, World of Warcraft, uh, Warlords of Draenor, Tales of the Borderlands, <laughs> Lego Jurassic World, Batman: Arkham Knight, Lego Dimensions, Uncharted 4, At the End, Master of Orion, Conqueror of Stars. Middle-Earth, Shadow of War, God of War, Avengers, and Dare 5. If you have five of those, give yourself five <laughs> points. Yeah.
1: Four? I didn't think of like, The Last of Us. and I Wow, I got four out of that.
5: I mean, four is, to be fair, half of these. Others... Yeah. What, what did you put down to, But I forgot. Uh, I got
2: uh, Uncharted 4 and Last of Us.
1: I didn't think of The Last of Us, because of course, Nolan plays David, doesn't he? The weird cannibal. Um, he plays the cannibal. Uh, cannibal, yeah. Yeah, I went for Uncharted Four, Arkham Knight, Dirt Five, and uh, Avengers.
5: So yeah, that is that is wow. basically the list of you know when when they were announced, Dirt Five, and like we were re- we are reuniting Nolan North and Trey Baker. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> fucking hell, they've they not obviously they went seen the We're never apart,
1: list. <laughs> uh, unless unless maybe it is in the wake of the whole retro replay thing, and they think they're healing yeah. the rift.
5: Maybe. Anyway, uh, let's find out how you did. Uh, let's start with Greg. How did you do? I'm
1: doing math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve.
5: Twelve. Uh, Paul is on mute. Got oh, six. Six. Mm. Six. Okay, Toby, can you beat six?
2: Uh, was David Hater and Keith Sutherland two points? Yes. Okay, nine then.
5: Yes. Nice. Ross, can you beat twelve? You have my answers. Can I beat twelve? I haven't looked at them yet. (laughs) See, this is why it's pointless.
0: I
1: think he can, because he got Sissy Jones and that other open world game, Sleeping Dogs. The
0: the only one didn't get was Mortal Kombat.
5: Oh, yeah, he's nailed it. 14. Well, we have a winner. Oh, two in a row! Well done, us. Is this also the best quiz ever?
0: Yeah, this is also the best quiz you've ever done. Congratulations. (laughs) Thanks. Cheers, (laughs) brother. Google, (laughs) Ross.
5: Um, to be fair, you know, Russ has met most voice actors.
1: Which is true. I was say I, I forgot about Sleepy Dogs. I was thinking Saints Row. I thought she played Kinsey, but no. Thinking of someone else.
0: They didn't do the voices well, 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 in the, actually, in the Amazing Spider-Man games, did they? Did they? Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma Stone? I'm thinking of Emma Roberts,
1: the other actress. She's in games as well, I think. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. Possibly. I'm not entirely sure. Emma Stone was, um... Yeah, yeah. Gwen Stacy in the Amazing
5: Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, She she wasn't credited on any of the video games, but she okay. might have done.
4: Okay.
1: She Wasn't credited. Does it count?
0: Yeah. I didn't. That that <laughs> wasn't what I put. So I was just, I was just asking a question. Anyway,
1: thank you very much. Well Sean. done. Cheers, buddy. Bitter, I thought I was gonna do really well on that one. You did. You came second. Don't fucking <laughs> do that. That's the worst thing. Lost. But not as bad as the others did. Well done. Uh,
0: all right let's finish off then with thank you very much Sean and I'll uh, see you next week for another bastard hard quiz I imagine
5: no problem I-, I can come up with something easier next week for you don't worry amazing
0: uh yeah make sure I get 10 next week
5: that'd be great no problem check to <laughs> the mail yeah check yeah mail. Cool, thanks. yeah
0: I'll send you a copy of Immortals Phoenix Rising you'll love it honestly you. is, will- that, is that where all our Patreon money goes to, to pay Ross off shh No, we have no. a Patreon. Yeah, we do. Patreon.com forward slash finger guns. Give us a pound. That'd be nice. Thank you. Right, let's finish off with Out This Week and Out This Week. We have the Vaporum lockdown coming to PC. Vaporum? I'm gonna say Vaporum. On uh PC and Linux on September 15th. September 15th, the amazing fight crab comes to Nintendo Switch. And Tony can attest one of the games of the year.
2: Oh yeah, if you like four out of ten games.
0: Yeah. Uh, e Football Pez 2021 is coming out on September 15th on PS4, PC. As it's a season update rather than a full game, which is what all football games should have done years ago. So, fair play Konami.
5: Can, can I ask a quick question? Do you know if this is being sold separately?
0: Uh, yeah, you can buy it on PSN right now.
5: So you can buy the. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, so it just it just works as, presumably, as, DLC for Pez 2020. Oh well, we see what you mean. You, you, can you buy it standalone?
5: I oh, no, I was just wondering if because like I was wondering if they were selling it again, as in you know esports, e twenty twenty one.
0: I see. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's thirty quid to download, so mm. I it's just DLC. But okay, I, don't know. I should have checked have it before. I,
5: okay. I, I, I fancy a football game that isn't FIFA for a change. Fair enough. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Spelunky two
0: is coming out on PS four September fifteenth. And Bullets Per Minute is coming to PC on September 15th, which looks awesome. And our review for that will be going up um, tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on the day it goes live. So look out for that as well. Um, From our very own Andy, did the review on that one. And apparently it's tough as balls, but I still can't wait to play it. I'm very excited for that. Uh, Johnny Rocket is coming to Xbox One on September 16th. EXP Parasite is coming to PC and Xbox One on September 17th and pacer is coming to pc and ps4 on september 17th which is a very cool i played that at EGX i think years ago and uh, yeah it's a really really fun racer so look swipe out for that swipe out basically essentially yeah um farm manager 2020 is coming out on september 17th on pc dog duty is coming out on, on the 17th on ps4 and switch i believe greg you're playing that right now aren't you? i am reviewing it yeah cool uh Biped is coming to Xbox One. Um I got a review of that on the site, so you can have a look if you wanna know any more about Biped on September eighteenth. And uh I think that's it. Um of course uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars is coming out on Friday, along with WWE two K Battlegrounds coming to PC, PS 4 Xbox, which looks like a kind of fun cartoony take on WWE. So Crisis as well, Friday, isn't it? Uh, yep, absolutely right. Yep, sorry, just missed that one. Uh, Crisis Remastered is coming out on the 18th on PC and PS4 with Ray Tracing. Hooray! And uh, yeah, that's a lot. So yeah, a nice uh, few games to look forward to uh, this week. And uh, be sure to get your copy of Mario 3D All-Stars if you can. Get it digitally, I think, I think is the uh, the rule for this one because apparently you can't buy it anywhere else. And that's about it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. Thank you all very much indeed, as ever, for listening. It's always good fun to do this. And we do enjoy sharing the world of games with you every single week. If you do like what we do, why not sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fingerguns. For £1 a month, you can help us keep this website and the podcast live on its various hosting services. And that would be really, really nice. Of course, you can follow us everywhere. Follow our link tree in the description below and follow all of our individual handles on Twitter in the description below also. Except for Toby, who's smart and not on Twitter. So until next time, next week, we'll have all the info about PS5. So we'll get right into that. But until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Grey Kicks. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Raddock. <laughs> goodbye from Mr. Paul Collett. See you. And goodbye from Mr. Toby Anderson. arrow. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>